Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 10. Yeah, rearing to go today, Steve. Double figures. That's right. 10 weeks. Yep. Fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. So what are we going to do on the special 10th? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to <laughs> come up with it. It's not really that big of a milestone, is it? Not, not yet. Not no. yet. The 100. 100, oh yeah, or yeah. the thousandth one, if I'm still alive. <laughs> 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 uh, so how's your week been? Um, I've had a good week, Steve. Yeah, I, I first of all I taught some little beaver cub scouts to uh, draw Mother's Day picture. Oh yes, I put that on the Facebook so people would have seen me do that. And uh, uh, you're going to say, well, how did they get on then? Yeah, how did they get well, on? Well, they were all about seven. Average age was about seven. Yeah, and. With pastel pencils. Yeah, with pastel oh. pencils, folks. Yeah, I mean, I, it was hilarious, really. I mean, I, I had a straight face all the way through, but my goodness, I was enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting really all over them, the hat, because I was using a red um, pastel uh, pencil, you see. Yeah. And of course, you can imagine what their state of their hands were in. <laughs> <laughs> their parents must have loved you. Oh, I bet they did. Well, they all get their, they all got their Mother's Day card today. So oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, no, there's one or two of them, I've got to say, one or two of them were really good. You could see that they were going to be future artists. Oh. So I sucked up to them. <laughs> Left them <laughs> my card. Concentrate, yeah, concentrate more on them. <laughs> no, they did very well. And, and the other thing I did this week, Steve, I started a new animal now. This is going to be quite a surprise for people. Well, yeah, I said it would be revealed this week, so uh, well, you can reveal the subject, but we've got to, we're going to put it on Facebook, can't we? Oh, yes, I will, yes. Well, I can't show them, can I, anyway? I can only explain. Not, not over this. <laughs> no, the, um, it, it, it's not finished yet. I, I nearly finished it. I got as far as the... Um, I think I was going to do the nose. That's the next thing. I'd done the ear and the eyes and the top of the head. Put them out of their suspense. Nose. Tell them um, what it is. But I, unfortunately, we had a, um, some building work, as you know. Oh, so so. Put, put them out of their suspense. Shall I put them out? Yeah. All right. Then. You know, I've said to you that the hardest animal is a black animal. Yes. And the next hardest animal is a white animal. Is it a penguin? No. Oh. But nearly... <laughs> No, I'm doing a black and white spaniel. <gasps> wow. No, I know. It, it, I must admit, I hesitated a few times before I put this uh, to video. Because I thought, gosh, this is going to be a gonna tricky be a tough one. one, isn't it? Well, it is, but I've made sure that in, on doing the video footage, I've made sure that there's not a lot of breaks. In fact, the eye, Steve, is stunning. I did the eye from beginning to end, mm. and it's one. It's a very dark eye, but lovely. People are going to love it. Excellent. So you're no, not doing it. So you're not doing a penguin then. Do you know? Um, you should do a penguin. Well, one of my class many many years ago, they did a penguin in, in the class. Yeah, and it came out very well. Did they? And it was a mother and baby as well. Oh. So it was really sweet. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Anyway. Oh, good. Good. Okay. Well, we're going to start um, this podcast with another story. So I've asked Dad off camera, off air. <laughs> I want to know about his first demonstration. Yeah. Because you used to do, well, you did a demonstration recently, yes. one for the first time in six years or five years, however long it was. That's right. Um, but you used to do them quite a lot, didn't you? I did. You I used did. to oh, travel, travel. Hundreds and hundreds of demonstrations. But the first one, 
the first one was quite hilarious. I'll tell you how it all came about. I was, you remember going way back to my art story when I said that Swans to Bilo uh, saw my work and liked it. Well, prior to that meeting, and I met them in London, if you remember, prior to that, I had been using the Pastor Princess for some time, and when they saw what I'd done, one of the things they asked me is, do you or would you be prepared to go to an art group and demonstrate there? Now, I'd never done this before, and I said, well, I, I suppose I could do. I said, well, we'd like you to go to, and I, you know, I can't for the life of me remember the art group name or even where it was, the South East London area, I went. I uh, agreed to do it, and they were going to pay me for it. And it was then I panicked, because if you think about it, how do, this is mid-80s we're talking about, I think in 1985, 19, no, no, it would be 1986. At that time, there was no, uh, I didn't have any of the equipment that I now have and you've seen. So what I used to do, I used to take my pictures along and show them and explain what I was doing on the pictures, because I couldn't demonstrate. If you think you've got 40 or 50 people in front of you, how can you demonstrate a pastel pencil? They can't see it. Uh, it, was, it was as now, as then, I, I worked very small. I, I, noticed, I remember one on one occasion, I did a very, very large eye. The eye was about uh, A5 size, and it didn't work at all. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. I got away with it. I blagged it, but it didn't work. So there's no way I could do it. So anyway, this first demonstration, I, your mum came with me. Eileen came along. She held your hand. She did. She, she, she held my hand, and I was so nervous, you wouldn't believe. I, I mean, I remember we went to lunch, and I couldn't eat anything. Just before. Had you there. done public speaking before? No. Not public speaking. No. No, I hadn't done anything at all. The, nothing at all, Stephen. It was the first time I'd ever been in front of a large audience. I don't know, no classes then. I hadn't started them. So it was quite amazing, really, how I, I, I thought I would get away with it. And, I and I'm being paid by Swans to Bilo as well. Mm. Anyway, I did actually get away with it, and they asked me to do it again. Swans really? to be, I couldn't believe it. I, thought, I said to uh, my wife, um, my mum, when I was driving back, I said, they're never going to say, never going to ask me again. That was a complete disaster. But it was obviously wasn't the people had given good report back. And I did more after that in the same idea, you know, putting the paintings on easels and explaining to them how I'd done the picture <laughs> without showing them how I did, how I got it. So it wasn't really a demonstration, no. it was a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I mean, I laugh now, but it, at the time it was, it was frightening. No, it wasn't until really uh, I went to Flatford Mill and uh, I, I was asked by uh, Edward Jackson, uh, he was a curator of, or curator, I don't know what you call him that, but the warden of Flatford Mill, and he'd seen me at the Artists and Illustrators magazine, and he said, would you do a workshop? And that was my first workshop that I did. And it wasn't until then that I developed the new uh, overhead projection system, which I now, or not now, I then adopted. Yeah, and to we, help. Yeah, we can talk about that another time. But so my first demonstration was... To, in my way, I think, in a disaster, but obviously. And not so much a demonstration. No, more a little chin wag on the chat. <laughs> <you know. laughs> that you got paid. 
<laughs> I did get paid, yes. Good. But I didn't sell anything. I, I couldn't sell anything. You weren't? No, I wasn't no. selling anything then. It was it was just, that was it. Whatever I got paid, my, my expenses, and it wasn't very much, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we have some fun. <clears throat> yes. Well, let's move on to some questions this week. So the first one I've got here. Did this come from Facebook, Marie Williams? Yes, it did. Yeah. So yes. she says, so happy to see you guys chatting in person. Ah, yes. Yeah, because there, you see. That, is, that has gone up on YouTube now. The video, a little right. short snippet from our episode mm. two. Mm-hmm. And I also told Marie, uh, although you haven't got it there, that uh, you'd face camera and, and say hello to the camera because that's right. Go on. Right do now. It. Do it. Okay. Yeah, now. Go on. Hi. <laughs> Hello, Marie. <laughs> You've got to make sure you put that in now on, on YouTube. I know. I, she was complaining that she couldn't see your face. She was, she, oh, well. I'm all right. She could see me, but she couldn't see you. Maybe I should open up to the camera more. But I think she's so. <laughs> got your problem. Mind you, and I, I did explain you've got a <laughs> you've got a, a, a picture, a very nice picture on Facebook. Yeah, put so the picture finally. So yeah, I know what you look like. Yeah. And it went down well, I've got to say. Anyway, Good. carry on anyway, with the question. So she says, I do have a question. I recently purchased a horse head from your store to try it, and I've watched the beginning pastel pencil, pastels video you have on YouTube, but I'm tr- having trouble discerning when to apply light pressure and when to press harder. Is there a trick to it? I see you normally go in a circular motion, but is it normally light strokes like this, unless you have a definite area, like the nostrils on a dog's nose, that you would press harder? I started on the ears and think I was pressing too hard because I kept applying and I seem to have lost the grit of the paper. Thanks ahead of time for your kind reply to my question yeah well i did reply to marie but i tell you what i've told her it, it is it's a common fault when you're starting out with the pastel pencils to try to put either too much on or too much pressure on and she's absolutely right you can't tell how much pressure i'm using it, you know the pencils fly across the paper and you think well is he pressing hard or is he pressing light uh, well the, the key is that you need to apply base colors nearly all the time it's very rare that you don't apply base colors and then you apply intermediary colors and then you apply uh, the medium to dark colors so there's a lot of color going on one particular area and if each pencil is a little bit more pressure than you needed you're going to gradually make the paper smooth you're going to crush it yes that's right you crush the tooth and once the tooth goes that's it Uh, i did show on the uh, youtube how to get out of that so there is a clip that you can use a rubber, uh, hard rubber, to, yeah. get, to get it off. So anybody who's interested could look at that. But anyway, the, the way to avoid it is not do those things. In other words, if you use a light pressure, just enough to apply the colour and then keep applying it in the same way, experience comes out in the end, Steve. So yeah. it does work. But what Marie said was, uh, but it, when you get to a dark area, like a nostril or, or an eye, do you apply pressure then? Not really, no. You, you obviously need to make it stronger. But what I would do there, let's just take an eye, for instance. You've seen me do many times before. I usually put a base color on either a gray or an ochre in the pupil area. Let's do, deal with just the pupil. It's nice and easy that way. That color then goes on, and then you have to have an intermediary color like a 283 burnt sienna, or you could have a 177 uh, walnut brown and then after that you then use the black now you should theoretically only need those three colors and the reason you need the three colors the first one is the tone so you either set the gray tone or the ochre tone to start with that's the first color the second color is an intermediate color between that and the black 
which is either worn up brown, as I said, or 283 Burns. Yeah, now, are you with me? Yeah. You're nodding, but I'm, I'm sure you No, I am. I, I, I'm actually <laughs> making a lot well, this of sense. Is how, well, this is, this is how complicated those yeah, all this become. Yeah. And then, and only then, can you put the black on. And once the black goes on, that... Now, each colour has its... Has it, it's a very um, positive colour. The first colour that goes on is a positive colour, and that sets the tone. The second colour stops the black. If you put the black on directly onto that uh, first colour, it would look awful. So you need the intermediary colour. So you only need three colours there. Now, in a very dark colour like a nostril or, a, or an eye, uh, you, don't need, you don't need too many colours. You, you want to get to the dark colour as quickly as you can, but at the same time, you have to have those intermediary colours. So you always got to have at least three colours to get to that dark area? You have, really, Steve, yeah. yeah. With yeah. any dark area? With any dark area. So, but each colour, because it's a strong colour, would register. Now, you would imagine that it, people who are starting out, they think, oh, well, I better put this on, better put that on, better put that on, better put that on, and they probably put half a dozen colours before they get to the black. Well, if you do that, the black's got no chance at all. Mm. The paper's been crushed. So that is a, that's why I picked that question. It's a very good question. And uh, you, with experience, you know, you will understand that. You, you've got to do it, unfortunately. Everybody does it to start with, mm. makes that mistake. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks, Marie, for that. That was a great question. The next one I have is from Stan. Well, it's not necessarily a question, but it, he talks about his pencil organisation, like how he oh, arranges yes. his, mm. his setup. And I thought this was interesting to mention. He says, I use three Derwent wraps, which are cheap, he says, from the SAA, to hold all my pit pencils in number order and when you give the list for the project i put the necessary ones in the third wrap and are very easily available in number order on my workstation i find this is less fiddly than searching for the right one what a good idea so he recommends getting a derwent wrap or, or he he's got three derwent wraps that you can get from the saa i think you can get them from amazon and other places online i had a little look good and uh, they hold all of his, his pencils mm. and he puts them in number order. So when you give out mm. the, the pencil lists, because mm. the projects on the members' sites always have the pencil numbers and the packs obviously Absolutely. do, yeah. he can arrange them in number order. And I thought that's a... This is a really good idea if you're organised. I'm not organised. Often we I, see you on camera just... I know. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm pencil. sorry. <laughs> it, it doesn't work for me. I've tried this before and it doesn't work yeah. for me. But that doesn't mean to say it doesn't work for anybody else. And... Uh, I, I do. When I used to have classes, they used to come in. The students used to come in with all sort of manners of different, uh, you know, contraptions, and they all worked for them. It all worked. So you've got to find something that works for you. And this is a very good idea to, you know, get off the ground, try mm. it. Mm. Well, I thought that was worth a mention anyway from Stan. The other one we had here is from a chap on our art society forum, and he said uh, his. Uh, username is Blue Ridge Painter and he asks Colin can you give me an idea of the most common earth tones in the Faber-Castell pastel pencil line yeah well earth tones <coughs> explain what earth tones are because yeah. I don't know what they are oh well earth, well, earth tones or warm colours right. they're the same same difference so you could have a warm grey or an earth grey which is exactly the same um, or you could have a cool grey basically it's the tone generally speaking Cool colours are greens, although you can have a warm green, you know, you, but generally if it's got a blue in it, the bluey greens are cool colours. 
then the warm colours, of course, are reds and oranges and yellows. So, but it's the intermediary colours that come into their own. When I've got an animal, say I've got an animal like this uh, picture I'm doing of yeah. the spaniel. Now, I saw on the reference picture a lot of blue. There was a lot of blue in the animal itself. So that means that I have to use cool greys as my base colour. So I was using cool greys 230 and 233. When you have like an orangey colour or uh, you have a, a, like a, sometimes you get a sort of red glow, that's cool, that's warm. So therefore you'd use uh, 270 or 273 as your greys if you were using if I didn't done the spaniel, if I saw the spaniel was that colour. So each each picture, the reference picture you come across, you have a, a tonal. You look at the tone. Is it warm or is it cool? So that's basically how I work. So in answer to the question, the cool colours are the blues and the, and the greens. And the warm or earth tones are the... You can get earth browns, for instance. They brown comes into the the earth category, and of course the two seven threes, two seventies. Gosh, there's a whole number of them. But I think you've got the idea of that. You yep. can like once you've got that in your head, you can work it out. Okay, great, excellent. Well, that oh, that's gone quick, isn't it? No, it's not to finish. <laughs> that's the end. Oh of no, podcast. yeah, I can't believe this, Steve. Yeah, yeah, we have to call it a day there. If it's another week down. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, folks. I was just beginning to enjoy myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Let's call it a week there then. So thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, enjoy your week. week. And enjoy your tea. And biscuits.